Like the jammed six-lane street in front of it, the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center always seems to harbor construction activity. We last checked in on progress two years ago, but I saw dump trucks come in going the other day. For a progress report, we check in with Walter Reed's Teresa Lavoy, the clinical lead for this construction project. Ms. Lavoy, it's good to have you on. Thanks, Tom. It's great to be here. Tell us what is going on there. So here at Walter Reed, we have embarked on a five to seven year military construction project where we are taking a third of our medical center and making it world class. And how many years into the seven years are we at this point? We are about a year and a half into it, and right now we are working through um, the supporting structure, getting ready to demolish five of our buildings. In their place will go two new buildings, a five-story building and a six-story building. And these will be administrative, or will these be clinical healthcare-delivering buildings? Yeah, so these will be healthcare-delivery buildings. We'll have um, outpatient areas as well as inpatient areas. For example, um, right now we have our women's health OBGYN spread across several buildings in our hospital, and it's a bit challenging for patients to get from one location to another. And so this project is going to bring all of those areas together into a women's health center. We're also developing a vision center, um, comprehensive eye care for our beneficiaries, both active duty and retired military members. Again, those services are spread out right now, and we will bring them together, all making that world-class military medical facility. And have the old buildings been brought down yet? Are you at the hole-in-the-ground stage, or where are you at this point? So almost... Yes, so almost. So what we needed to do first was um, build a temporary outpatient annex, about 100,000 square feet, uh, two-story building, where we relocated all of the folks that were in the five buildings that we're getting ready to demolish. We moved those services to the temporary outpatient annex this past October. And um, in the next year, I would even say in the next nine months, we are getting ready to demolish the buildings, and then we'll be at that stage of hole in the ground, if you will. Sure. And I imagine you have the design and construction contracts pretty much ready to go, right, for what you're going to build. Yeah, so we are. We're working through some of those. Um, You know, the exact construction contractor, um, you know, we're not sure of who that is right now, but we well have well in hand the design piece of that. And I wanted to ask about that because medical facilities, even if they're still standing, they go through generations. At some point, hospitals can't be renovated anymore, and it's better to tear them down because of changes in clinical standards. Yeah, that's absolutely what's happening. Often out in the world, um, you don't see facilities being demolished and then rebuilt in the same footprint because it is such a significant challenge and the technology has changed so much. And so over the last year and a half to two years, we've been um, upgrading the infrastructure to support this new building with new IT lines, new electrical, um, and right now we're in the midst of building a pedestrian connector. So our staff and particularly our patients can get from the north side of the campus to the south side of the campus once those buildings are demolished. What is the square footage that we're talking about when you when these two big buildings are finished? What kind of scale will they have? So as far as square footage, we've got about 2.4 million square feet in the medical center. We're demolishing about a third of it. So we're taking down five, six-story buildings, and in its place, we're putting two larger 
six-story building. So it will be in the exact same footprint um, behind the iconic tower that you see from Wisconsin Avenue. We're speaking with Teresa Lavoie. She's clinical lead for the construction project at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland. And what effect is all this having? Let's start out with staff there, and then we'll get to the patients. Yeah, so, uh, you know, our staff does really well with change, Tom. In the military, we're always changing. And so, for the staff, the the biggest impact is um, directing our patients, if you will. So, we are, you will always see staff in the hallways trying to help our patients to new locations. I think the bigger impact, and really it's a positive impact, is going to be on our patient population. You know, our, we're, as I mentioned, we are designing a world-class healthcare facility, and you're going to see um, on the inpatient rooms that we're building, they're going to be more light-filled, and they're going to be appointed to enhance the healing environment. And so that really helps our patients as they're healing, both the wounded warrior and our retiree population. And you alluded to this earlier, but there are many more women, many more women in the military, in the veteran population, the retiree population. They do have special medical requirements and agencies, including VA and Walter Reed, have struggled to meet those kind of 21st century views of those requirements. Sounds like there's going to be real progress there. There is, Tom. This Women's Health Center that I alluded to earlier is is really exciting. Um, And so we're going to take labor and delivery, maternal infant care, the neonatal intensive care unit, maternal fetal medicine, and our OBGYN services, and we're going to combine them in one area, making it much easier for the female population to come in and get their own care, and then right next door get their baby seen by a pediatrician. And what about the traffic and parking? I mean, that's always something people driving by complain about and people trying to get in there and park complain about. Absolutely. So from the parking perspective, at this point, we're not going to lose any parking spaces. So our patients will continue to have priority parking here at Walter Reed um, in the garages we have designated for them. No change there. And our staff parking has remained stable as well. And we don't anticipate really any impact on traffic coming in and, in and off the installation. Our, our um, installation partners, Naval Support Activity Bethesda, watch that very, very closely and are monitoring that. And because Walter Reed is a primarily a purple facility, do you find that the leadership continuity is sufficient for sustaining a seven-year project? Yeah, so that's a that's another great question. We are purple, um, Army, Navy, and Air Force, and, and some public health service as well here at Walter Reed. Um, and one of thing one of the things that they've identified here at the leadership level with this construction project and the length of it is that continuity was so very important. And that is why they put a clinical lead in the position that I'm in um, to be able to sit at the table and listen to clinical impacts on our patients and remember, if you will, the history throughout the project and why decisions were made. When you do this design work and this planning work for how things will operate, how do you get the voice of the patient and the voice of the clinicians to mesh into what it is that gets built? Wow, that is like a tough, tough challenge. So we do um, sort of, we query both our patients and our staff. We do focus groups to find out what they think is important. Um, We also have standards that we work with to ensure that our patient rooms are the right size. For example, um, some of the patient rooms that we are demolishing are double patient rooms, and we're moving to a single patient room because we've heard from our patients they 
don't want to be sharing a room with somebody else at such a challenging time in their life. Um, so there's an example of how we took it into to consideration, if you will. Even all the way down to the flooring that we're laying in these patient care areas, We've done lots of studying to make sure that that prevents falls. We know patients are more prone to falling when they're not well. And so we've been very, very careful on the finishes that we've selected to make sure they're just right. And I haven't had the personal pleasure. I guess I'm lucky. I've never had to eat hospital meals. But uh, do you pay some attention to, to that end of the things too? We do. We do. We do. We we um, actually have um, phone-ahead meals, if you will. So our patients now have, have a bit of a concierge service. And so um, about two hours before their meal is prepared, they call down to the kitchen area and they're able to order within the parameters of in the restrictions of their diet the type of food they would like. And we're going to continue that service because it's been so successful with our patients. Teresa Lavoie is clinical lead for the construction project at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom. It was a pleasure to be here. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. From creating the first post-prohibition whiskey distillery in Pennsylvania to developing new technology to make surgeries more effective, guests on the Tepper School of Business at Carnegie Mellon University's new podcast series, Voices, give listeners a glimpse into their innovative business ventures. These alumni from the Tepper School share their experiences as they co-create the landscape of the intelligent future, the school's data-informed, emotionally intelligent approach to business. Visit tepper.cmu.edu slash voices podcast to stream new episodes now. Looking to expand or move your company? Ohio has the talent you need to scale for growth. Ohio's central location, reliable infrastructure, and top-ranked business climate are here to help you succeed. Get to business. Visit successinohio.com today.